games, which is quite the high total. Mm -hmm. uh, but the Indians have been doing very, very well and, and are now, you know, uh, up to, to 96 games. And uh, they were in first place ever so briefly and have since fallen back, uh, you know, by half a game as of the recording right now, potentially a game and a half by the time we finish recording. Mm -hmm. But essentially Cleveland just started playing like the team that everyone uh, expected them to be while uh, the, the Twins have have done fine. But they they weren't super active at the deadline. Um, I think that you know they had needs in the bullpen and the rotation, and they got Sam Dyson, who almost immediately went on the injured list, which you know it isn't what you want to see uh, when, mm. when when that's that's the biggest move you make. But uh, it's it's really hard to tell exactly what the the landscape of the the rotation trading situation was around the trade deadline. Cleveland obviously traded away one of their uh, better pitchers and uh, in Trevor Bauer and and upgraded their their outfield, which has needed a lot of help for a very long time, and uh, it should put them in, in better position going forward. Now, I know in my last ESPN piece, I talked about their schedules and uh, the twin schedule is very, very favorable the the rest of the way compared to Cleveland's. So I, I think those those I think six head to head games are going to be very important uh, in terms of the division race. And given the way the wild card races are going, the loser can't be assured of, of a playoff spot yeah. necessarily. They'll they'll need to to keep I guess you know at that you know ninety four ninety five win pace in order to make sure that they make the playoffs. Yeah, by our strength of schedule projections, we have the Twins with the, the easiest road in AL. Cleveland doesn't have a horribly difficult schedule ahead, but it is harder than than Minnesota's is. So, you know, in a tight division race, that might end up making the difference. I can't. I don't know if I can imagine a more favorable personality swap than the one that Cleveland pulled off at the deadline, uh, moving Bauer and and getting Puig. <laughs> yeah, well, and not just Puig. I mean, uh, people in San Diego loved Reyes, too. Yeah, they do. So two dynamic, friendly personalities mm -hmm. in exchange for, I mean, you could argue Trevor Bauer has a dynamic personality. It's not necessarily friendly, I would say. No, it's uh, uh, mercurial, perhaps. Sure. Yes, um, that's that's a, a fair description. Good, yeah. good, good wording. Yeah. Um, but I, like I, I think you know Cleveland didn't necessarily make themselves a whole lot better, but they used their strengths to address their their weaknesses, and I think that that overall they're still they're still doing that thing they did off season where they're. They're saying, well, we can now get by without a starter the rest of the way because right. we have these other guys that are maybe coming up. And, I mean, you could make the argument that Bauer's maybe their third or fourth best starter. You could make an argument that he's, you know, the best if you go by, you know, what, what he did last year and, and health-wise this season, which is kind of an enviable position to be in if you are Cleveland. It is. And then on, on you know, Minnesota side, you, you mentioned that Dyson went – 